0: Everybody to level 42 of the Sandbox Gamers After Dark Podcast. A podcast where three vidgets meet weekly to talk about life, love, and the pursuit of Vidya. Thank you so much for joining us. I am your co-host with the most, Wonder Rob, coming at you live, well, semi live that is, from Southern California. And on the line with me are two of my best Arizona friends in the metaverse. The hand of our king. Vactor.
1: A few years as Hand of the King would make anyone want to piss off the edge of the world. Oh, and the imp
0: of our podcast, Jeffrey Lannister II. <laughs> he
1: just writes these and gives
0: himself like <laughs> the line. Jeff says that every week. Is it in the script? Know. Is Jeff also is. reading off the script? <laughs> and, I, and I'm the king, King Rob Free, everybody.
1: Yeah. And <laughs> the king.
0: I don't remember any quotes from uh, King Joffrey though. If I if I did, I would I would have done it right there. So just imagine I'm not tired. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna save your dad, but then I'm gonna chop his head off. <laughs> <laughs> Cheerio. <laughs> pip, pip. Uh, anyway <laughs> top of the morning. Ah, oh, that sounds good. That was good. Thanks for joining us for another episode, everybody. If you're not already subscribed, hit that subscribe button because we're coming at you every week, unless we don't, with all the hottest video game hot takes that there could possibly be. This week, we're going to be talking about the biggest games coming out in 2023. Uh, Would you believe that Vactor and I both played video games this week? It's true. I don't see any games on here for Jeff W. We'll have to quiz him when it comes to that part of the. The uh, I almost said contest, it's not a contest that part of the podcast. And for our after dark content, I well, I finally finished Game of Thrones, everybody. Now, if you recall, I'm hmm. one of our very first Sandbox Gamers After Dark podcasts. When After Dark and Sandbox Gamers were two separate podcasts, I had started game of thrones and i said i would come back when it's finished and it's finished are we going to talk about it spoiler alert for game of thrones in case you're just like me and you you waited five years after it ended to watch it so thank you thank you for joining us oh did i say leave a five-star review if i didn't let me repeat it leave a five-star review apple podcast spotify wherever all right that's that This is a quality episode already. 42 is always the best (laughs) podcast episode. Everybody knows that. So, speaking of stuff everybody knows, Jeff W. is always DTF. That stands for Down to Talk Fun. And the strategy guide section of our (laughs) show, we're talking about the biggest games coming out this year in 2023. Um, this is coming oh, yeah. from an IGN article, of course. I, I'm a, I'm going to hand the reins over to Vactor Oh yeah, the 2023. Let's, t- let's talk.
1: There was. No, some... Let's
0: not give any words to Jeff. Let's just me and you <laughs> talk. Vactor. Yeah, yeah. Just go 20... right at it. 2023. Let's just us talk, Factor. That's it. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh snap oh <laughs> snap okay
1: joke ruined we'll continue 2023 is looking very good just on paper we don't know how these games are going to turn out it'll be interesting to st- to come back in 12 months and see how these all played out but just on paper it's looking very nice for 2023 and IGN put out 45 of the year's most promising games, spanning all genres and platforms. So, Rob posted this. I did.
0: I did. So, I wanted to, here's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to go down the list, because we are talking about the biggest games of 2023, after all. I'm just chime Mm -hmm. in on what you guns to be playing. And uh, I know number one on Jeff W.'s list is Forspoken coming out. Uh, in just a couple weeks, January 24th, on the PS5 and the PC. Because, uh, Jeff, I can't remember.
2: Did you, Jeff, did you play that demo? Uh, no, I think you two played it. But it was just us. Okay, all right. And you guys right. took a dump on it. Took a big old ish. See, I feel like, I feel like they picked not a
0: good demo. <laughs> Or a portion of the game mm-hmm. that didn't really respond well to a demo. Because you got in there and it just said, okay, here's the magic and here's how you run and have fun. See you, see you in an hour. <laughs> this game, right. based on all the trailers, looked good. This, I think this was also one of the ones that they advertised way, way back when they just were introducing the PS5. Like in the PS5 um, showcase a million yeah. years
2: ago.
1: There was two delays on it in 2022.
2: Mm. Well, that's, Wasn't it uh, that in like Square Fall or something like that? I think they were they were pimping those two games back when that first kind of came out, right? Mm-hmm. I feel. All
0: right, so we've got one check mark for definitely going to play it for Jeff and <laughs> two maybes for uh, one for me and one for Vector. Next up is Dead Space 2 of us are definitely going to be playing this game and again oh, that's yeah. me and Vactor. Yeah. but what about jeff w so
2: yeah i don't understand i mean i get i get why somebody would play it i don't know why either of you would play it though oh uh, well
0: makes sense. we are um pro gamers after all mm-hmm. jeff and we ain't scared hmm. of nothing we ain't mm-hmm. a couple of shafts <laughs> over here chat. that was just Hey, listen. That wasn't a dig at Shoff. <laughs> that was just the mandatory shop reference that we always have to make. <laughs> so I did it. Uh, but Shoff is uh, well known to be scared of anything remotely horror, video games.
2: Yeah, or, that is, or anything intimidating. In fact, um, oh. but uh, yeah. I don't, oh I, um, snap! That would have been the perfect <laughs> time for a no oh, snap. I mean, you know, and and we're in the era now of. <laughs> <laughs> Little Cisco, that's a, what you yeah. call a callback for last week, everybody. I hope this is somebody's first episode. <laughs> um, I hope. <laughs> like, so we're in this like era now where, like, does Dead Space truly need a remake? You know, like, does it need to be updated um, at this point? I feel like it's still <clears throat> modern enough, you know? I well, feel you could like have said
1: that about Last of Us. That was even less of a. That time. is true.
2: Well, that crossed platforms too, right? With that one, mm-hmm. so I would I would say, that's also I would I would say the same thing. Uh, but I would also the the case I would make there was I feel like the PS3 was obviously not as popular as the Xbox 360. I think uh, in terms of US sales, right? Uh, and then I think they they push that back out because it was late in the life cycle. There's a couple of reasons why that that one would. But um but Dead Space I just feel like is uh I don't know. I just feel like I, I don't I don't see uh I just don't have much motivation to th- to play this. Um uh, well, I think the it first, looks cool but the first uh, game came out in
1: two thousand eight yeah. we're now in twenty twenty three so I think there's gonna be a huge difference. This one is completely rebuilt. It's using the frostbite engine supposed to have all new assets new character models new environments so I think it's gonna be a huge difference in the visuals. It's been so long since two thousand eight I forgot what the original looks right. like right
2: and and I think it'll I think it'll look good I just don't know I, I don't know i I'm, I'm just it's it's interesting me interesting to me that this is a game they chose to remake.
1: It's also I think supposed it's to testing have,
2: the waters,
0: Jeff. I think if uh-huh. it sells well, they're going to come out with some new iterations.
1: It's also supposed to have a new system, uh, or new systems, I should say, such as peeling, which allows players to shoot additional flesh, tendons, and bones off the necromorphs. So not uh-huh. only is it going to be visually, but they are adding some, some new things. That sounds like labels. marketing. <laughs>
2: Sounds like marketing. That's all hogwash. Everybody knows (laughs) that. Yeah,
0: that's coming out uh, January twenty seventh for February. Now, before I say the name of this next game, for listeners at home, I know you feel like you know us all very well, but what you may not know because we don't talk about it a lot on this pod is Jeff W is a huge Harry Potter fan. Huge. Hmm. Okay, he loves it.
2: Uh. Which house are you, Jeff? Uh, Gryffindor, on That makes sense. As long yes. as you're not a Hufflepuff. I am the hero. <laughs>
0: That's true. Everybody <laughs> knows that. Hogwarts Legacy is coming out. This was a, a highly anticipated game in 2021. Of course, got pushed back uh, a few times. But you're getting your open world uh, wizarding game. You can create custom characters, choose your house, uh, you can friggin' fly on Griffin d- Gorfs and <laughs> Huffle Snuffs. And you can do Expecto Patronums. Smoke on...
2: Gillyweed.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> uh Get Nearly Headless uh, Rick will show up. And uh, tons of other Harry Potter references that we all get and
2: understand because we all mm. know
0: Harry Potter, especially Jeff.
2: I think, hold on a second. I, I think I might. Now, I don't know Rob's history with Harry Potter, but I might have consumed maybe the most Harry Potter content in this chat right now.
1: Oh, let's just say two thirds of this chat has been to the wizarding world of Harry Potter. That means Potter. nothing.
2: That means nothing to All, me.
1: Only one that has That means not. nothing to me. <laughs> so, when you who's want to who's say
2: read the books?
1: Who the biggest fan
0: is, who, you know? Who's read the books here? Well, we're not arguing who's a bigger nerd. Okay. <laughs> Two of
1: us have experienced it in real life, and one of us only in their yeah. imagination.
2: Yeah, we're, show shows with the wand where they touched you, Vactor. Yeah. Oh,
0: my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Also,
1: this game that we're yeah. going to talk about is the most wish list, wish listed game on Steam. The most amount of people have added mm. it to their wish list. I, w- I will say this, though.
2: Like, I do, despite... What Vactor just said, I, I do, you know, I have read and I've watched Harry Potter movies. I've read the books. I don't go to little uh, playgrounds to like play as Harry Potter. <laughs> he doesn't but, like uh, butterbeer, Rob. Uh, <laughs> well, that's true. But, um, <laughs> you know, this this one is is high on my list. And people that I would, I've never talked about Harry Potter with have mentioned this game to me as something they are highly interested in. So that number does not surprise me.
0: I feel like this game has potential to be good. And it, it leaked, leaked when? Open when did world? this
2: leak? Four, Four years gosh, ago? Oh,
0: gosh. I don't even remember. Yeah. Uh, I feel like this game has potential to be good. It's it's not Elden Ring. I know that. But the visuals give me Elden Ring vibes. You know how I feel about these open world games. The only thing I don't particularly like is, uh, is uh, JK Rowling. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Hey, Jeff, since you're a Harry Potter fan, real quick, what is Harry Potter's favorite mode of transportation?
2: (laughs) The Nimbus 5000.
0: No, it is walking. JK rolling. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome, everybody. (laughs)
2: this was leaked four years ago just fyi is this is this one you you're gonna see yourself playing jeff 100 this is this is what yeah the start this actually harry potter is the start of a fucking bullshit year of of video games that's gonna be really tough to keep up with because january i'm pretty much free i don't i'm probably not gonna play many of these games Maybe I'll look at Forspoken if it's you know got the got the buzz. Play the demo but,
1: right now for free.
2: Yeah, I'll, I'll check it out. But Hogwarts is really where I'm like, okay, now I'm gonna have a game every month, if not multiple per month, that are going to be things I really, really want to play, and this is the the start of that. So. Um, yeah, this looks great. I mean, this looks like, you know, they always talk about like, like this type of game, like the open world game. I feel like you could put, you know, they don't really do one with like a Star Wars. I feel like you could put like a Star Wars, like they could put any kind of like skin on, on these type of games. Right. And just kind of morph it to be, uh, you know what it is. But, um, you know, I, I think I, I think the last Harry Potter game I played was on GameCube, maybe. That might be the last thing I've I've played of a Harry Potter game. Um so I'm interested. I'm like this is looking like a you know, like you said, Elden Ring ish kind of Breath of the Wildish, maybe size game. Uh the map looks huge. Uh I'm I'm pretty hyped on this one. Excellent. Excellent, Jeff.
0: Well, I'll be playing it too, and I'm sure uh, Vactor will play at least 15 minutes of it because yeah. That's that's his M.O., everybody. Next up is wizards. He hates wizards. Uh, Wild Hearts is coming up. Oh, uh, back to Hogwarts Legacy real quick. Comes up February 10th, right before Valentine's Day, the perfect Valentine's Day gift. Wild Hearts is uh, EA's answer to Monster Hunter. Uh, I'm not super familiar with this one, Uh, and I think it's safe to assume that Vactor and Jeff are also not super familiar with this. I've never meant. I never heard you guys mention Monster Hunter ever.
1: Jeff is uh, a Monster Hunter player. What, yeah, Jeff? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jeff, <laughs> I like the look what? on your face
2: that just happened. Uh, this thing looks cool. Uh, if you want to know what Monster Hunter is, Rob, you should just go look at the trailer for this game we're talking about right now because it's uh, almost like embarrassingly a one-for-one clone of what Monster Hunter is, you know, Ooh. which is like... I like Monster Hunter. I think that's a good game. Um, and I've spent, you know, many hours playing it. But um, it, it is also part of, like, the Capcom revival, right? Like, that's the game mm-hmm. I feel like lifted Capcom up off of the ground of, like, video game development. And they've always had, like, their stuff. But I feel like they're a massive studio, again, because they have these huge games. And, uh, yeah, this looks like basically a ripoff. I mean, it might be good. It looks really cool. But, I mean, down to, like, the stances of, like, the player models, like, all of this stuff looks like sort of a ripoff of, of Monster Hunter. Um, but Monster Hunter is very cool. I mean, I, actually, Rob, I think, man, I think if there's things about Monster Hunter that suck, so I think EA huh. does have a window here, you know? So the, the concept of the game is you go out on basically these hunts now imagine like Elden Ring. Mm-hmm. Now I I would not call it. As I would difficult love this Elden Ring. And now imagine Elden Ring. Yep. Mm. Put the best put your game. hands where we can see them. Yeah. Game of the Year twenty twenty two. Lift, lift mm. your hands, Rob. <laughs> um. <laughs> so imagine that, but you have a squad of your of your boys. You have me and Vactor with you. Okay. And we all go take down a monster in this particular area. All right. And it's about half as difficult. Right that's kind of what this is like there's you know when you have different kind of character builds you can you know somebody might have a sword and they're doing their tanking damage uh somebody like factor might have like an ability that lets him fly around the monster like with a string and he can like stab it and then fly up around it and just stab it again uh there's a lot of abilities and uh monster is very fun in that way um so but they have issues with like japanese developer things like typical in, in order for us to all play this game, we all must have defeated this enemy once. So, you, so the only way you, for you to play with your friends, or at least this is how it was at launch, you had to beat that character, and then you all had to go back to it. Um, you could not just advance. So, um, if if EA does that, I think I think if they can figure that out, and make this like an easy for you know people to join and like streamline that stuff, I think they they could have something here. Uh, on their hands.
0: Well, I think Jeff's going to be the one to play this game when it comes out. Yes. Uh, Vector, he don't like no monsters. Am I right, Vector? (laughs) It sucks as it
1: cuts.
0: (laughs) Monster Hunter, I mean, Wild Hearts comes out February 17th. Atomic Heart is one that I think is going to be really good. Comes out February 21st. Um, First person shooter, uh, Soviet set Bioshock-like is what they call it. Uh, this one is has been on my radar for a little bit because, well, Bioshock's one of my favorite games of all times. I would even put all... I'll put all three as, as one big lump. Yeah. Um, and it's probably going to be... I'll probably be over 50 before the next Bioshock <laughs> game comes out. <laughs> yeah. So... Really, all I have to look forward to is Atomic
1: Heart. Uh, Vector, have you seen? Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? Vactor? <laughs> this is my first time hearing about this um, on this list. Well, I'm also it seems to be good a big Bioshock fan, so I will be checking this out.
0: And check out our YouTube page, The Sandbox Gamers, for two videos of Jeff and Vactor playing Bioshock, yeah. and Jeff spewing all the facts, all the little known facts would you kindly go and watch that please uh jeff have you have you has this game been on your radar atomic kar
2: yeah, and they were they were doing the same thing at the game awards calling calling this Bioshock essentially right like making did the they show thing. this so, at the
0: game awards I don't remember this um game.
2: i want to say they might have shown some gameplay, but they there has been a lot of hype around this game in terms of you know them calling it bioshock right so like I haven't even I haven't looked at like the official marketing, but it would not surprise me if they're uh, doing that. Um, I'm not sure who is making this game either, uh, off the top of my head, but um, yeah, it looks a lot like Bioshock. It looks like you have the gun in your right hand, and you can switch to abilities with like your left hand. Uh, it has a kind of like fantasy world, uh, so you know I, I think it it certainly looks like it. You know, it looks like a Bioshock. Uh, which has me interested immediately. Um, but I'd also say it's uh you know, it just the world looks interesting. It's nailing that similar like weird vibe that Bioshock has, uh, just from like gameplay that I'm seeing.
1: Developers <laughs> Mundfish. Mundfish. Mungfish. Who are they?
2: Who are they being distributed by? Who's <laughs> is it just them putting this out?
1: Yeah. And I don't see any other games that they're known for either. Mm-hmm. This, uh, is a- this is a secret Hideo Kojima project. It's oh, not it might be. It's Ooh, it's got Norman
0: Reedus, <laughs> and it's gonna have cutscenes so long that my PS5 <laughs> controller just turns off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Horizon Call of the Mountain is coming out on PSVR2 February twenty second. I'll be playing this game not because I particularly enjoyed Horizon Zero Dawn or Horizon Forbidden West, but because I pre ordered the PSVR2 and it comes with it. Oh. And so (laughs) the only thing I can say about this game that I hope it is better at is when we, I think our very first episode, either our first or our second episode of the Sandbox Gamers, we reviewed Horizon Forbidden West. And my biggest gripe of that game was these bucking bulls or robot uh, Tyrannosaurus Rexes or whatever they are, won't stop moving long enough for me to actually hit them where I need to. And that's in a third-person game with a controller. <laughs> Imagine doing that in v- VR. On top of having to reach back, pull out an yeah. arrow, knock it, aim it, and then pull back and release. Uh, I'm either going to really love this game or I'm going to really hate it. And I don't <laughs> think there's going to be anything in between. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, and
2: is, this, is this VR only? Is this not? This is uh, VR only. Yeah, this is it... made from the ground up for VR. Aren't they doing another thing, though? There is Horizon? more
0: DLC coming out for Horizon okay. Forbidden West later in the year. I think April, maybe, okay. or May. That's
2: what I'm interested in, then, yes.
0: But this one is PSVR 2 exclusive. So when we all three have our PSVR 2 headsets, yes, we'll talk about it. Uh, Company of Heroes 3 coming up February 23rd. Um, not really... A game that is on my radar. I don't know about you guys. I I don't dislike RTS's, but
2: I've just I haven't played any Company of Heroes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't dislike RTS's. I I do dislike RTS's. So I what
0: will not, <laughs> I will not be playing this one. But don't you love Diablo?
2: I do. I do. But do you say like Diablo is an RTS? Hmm. It's similar like viewing angle and kind of in the same like it kind of skirts along I feel like I'm more in the action on a, on a Diablo game you know what I mean <sighs> hold on I'm, going to I'm not sure sh- right
1: <laughs> <is Diablo>. Wikipedia <laughs> um, has it listed as an action role playing dungeon crawler Ooh. Mm. that's Wikipedia
0: you're lucky Diablo. <laughs> you're lucky right now because I was yeah. about to concede either way <laughs> all right sons of the forest is a sequel to one of pc's biggest survival horror games uh despite the fact that i don't know what it's a sequel to i know what the hell is this game <laughs> but that comes out february 23rd pc exclusive uh Kerbal space program 2 that's early access um that is a space flight simulation sequel that has uh, new environments, enhanced visuals, a fully revamped UI, and over 350 new rocket parts. Of course, yeah, you, again, I never played Kerbal yeah, Space you never played One. It? Yeah. It's, next song. It's next fine.
1: song.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> now, here's one I'm interested in your thoughts on, boys. Octopath Traveler 2 coming out February 24th. Um, mm-hmm. This game I played on the Switch when it came out. I don't know if it's on any other platforms. I'm sure it is, but at the time I was, I played it on the Switch. Um, and I enjoyed it. I definitely didn't beat it because it was a little too much for me to take a bite out of at that time. Mm-hmm. But from what I did play, I enjoyed it. So I'm I'm uh, I'm open to playing Octopath Traveler too. Did either of you play Octopath Traveler? I did not.
1: Yeah, I played the demo. Um, it is on Steam as well. If anyone's interested, it is sixty percent off right now on Steam. Ooh. Uh, but I did not see credits on this, Jeff. It's like you're losing money if you don't buy it. <laughs> <laughs> Add, add nine
2: more percentages to that
1: you know what i mean
2: <laughs> jeff the permit. Yeah, very
1: right. um that's highly right. reviewed it was uh like one of the best reviewed yeah. jrpgs but uh, of 2019 but that demo it just didn't hook me so i never uh never went further with it uh moving into march on march 1st the day before Uh, is one of
0: the most anticipated games of 2023 according to this article it's an open world survival mmo and it is the second most wishlist game on steam right now after hogwarts legacy Uh, zombie filled post pandemic america the day before mixes survival gameplay with in-depth combat and animal crossing inspired base building Mm -hmm. hold up Remember in Animal Crossing when you had to build bases? Nah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my, that was my favorite part of Animal Crossing, actually. Uh, that comes out March 1st. Long Fallen Dynasty is the next action game from genre experts Team Ninja. Uh, in true Souls-like fashion, Team Ninja promises Wolong to be, quote, an extremely challenging and demanding game where Wolong differs from many Soul-likes, is in the breakneck speed of its combat, which we call fantastic. In our Wollong preview, preview, excuse me, and by we I mean IGN. It sounds like this is right up Shoff's alley <laughs> uh, because if there's two things he loves, fan. it's breakneck speed yeah. and souls likes. Um, <laughs> shout out to two things in particular: one to Shoff and two to first-time listeners who don't know who I'm talking about. Mm. Uh, moving on, Skull and Bones. This was a this is this game's been delayed five years. It hey. says.
1: Um, Yeah, I
2: feel like this has been out there for a long time. Like a long time. It started
1: out as a multiplayer expansion for Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag in 2013. Mm. Yikes.
2: Yeah, I remember remember when Ubisoft was like, we like sailing ships too, guys. We'll definitely keep doing this. And then they put out that like... They put out that like one Assassin's Creed game that was only the last gen. I forget what that game was called, but it had a large uh, emphasis on on the sailing in that game. Uh, Yeah, this is I mean, this game might be anticipated, but this might be total shit. Uh. (laughs) This has a high probability is all I'm saying.
0: Speaking of total shit, Bayonetta Origins, Uh uh, Syriza and Lost Demon, for those of you... uh, Well, this is a sequel to Bayonetta 3, but it's for those of you who wish you would get stepped on by a seven-foot-tall lady in high heels that are also guns. Look out for that one, March 17th. Now, here's one I know Vactor is probably going to have something to say about. Star Wars Jedi, colon, Survivor, the sequel to Jedi Fallen Order. Jedi,
2: Jedi, colon? It says Star
1: Wars Jedi Colon Survivor. <laughs> My second most anticipated game of 2023.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I didn't particularly enjoy Jedi Fallen Order. But they, I they calling this a Souls-like game. Sorry, Rob. They're calling this a Souls-like? Who? IGN. Maybe. Yeah. Am I that's crazy? Oh, yeah. It huh. says number two.
0: It says uh, the first one was ranked number two on IGN's list of best souls-like games interesting
2: i wonder what i was why. gonna
0: say was now that i have beaten and thoroughly enjoyed elden ring maybe i needed a shift of mindset because i hadn't played a souls game before jedi fallen order and i didn't particularly enjoy it so maybe it's time factor D- do you think i need to go back and play this oh yeah especially <laughs> looking mighty
1: confused the ultra wide
0: yeah and i could get it up It's <laughs> not what i meant to say but I could, yeah. I could mm. get it going on We Mod Jeff. Yeah, you I'm could just get, it get it real up
1: fine. for Cal. Cal. I just Kistis. did. A, I just did a little bit of research. You want to know why IGN says it's a Souls-like game? Why's ass it. it says at first glance you may not think. Jedi Fallen Order is much of a Souls-like. But the blood of Souls games can still be found running through its veins. Many of its challenging battles against the Empire or deadly alien fauna come down to a strategic understanding of enemies' moves and style. So that's why they're saying it's Souls-like.
0: Yeah, let me turn on those one-hit kills for (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. That'll be... (laughs) And I can enjoy that story. (laughs) Uh, Resident Evil 4 Remake. It's finally happening, boys. They remade every other game to the moon and back, and now we're getting Resident Evil 4 remake. Uh, Resident Evil 4, um, at the time, was one of my favorite Resident Evil games. I tried replaying it on the Oculus when it was re-released last year, I think. Maybe it's the year before that. I forget exactly when, but I hated it
1: in <laughs> VR. It just did not work for me.
0: Um, but I am cautiously optimistic about the remake. Jeff.
2: Yes. You gonna still be playing this? Uh yeah, I will be checking this out. Now this is a game. I feel like the release date is March. I'm March 24th. Gonna, yeah. I'm going to be playing it probably in November. What? <laughs> uh, you know. But we'll be reviewing it the week it comes out, Jeff. What are you, y- what are you crazy, yeah, Jeff? Yeah, and you know, if explain that's
1: what we why this one is a better candidate for a remake than Dead Space. And that was going to be my next point. That's a good question.
2: It's, it's kind of not, you know. Um, I will say, at least though, this is multiple generations of consoles back. One more at least back than Dead Space, I think, right? Um, but yeah, I would I would say, like, this is kind of interesting. They're redoing this. Uh, I, I don't have a, a, a huge ton of interest. I am interested, though, in what has been... Uh, Improved on the other two and three specifically uh, remakes um, the controls because those games, if you go back to the original, are really really shitty uh, to control and like it's you know the infamous tank controls right uh, yeah and two and three now are actually very very nice to play um, on the remastered versions um, with just just being able to get around
1: uh, I so bought for me both of those.
2: Yes. So for me, I I actually think that might be the biggest draw here is I want to play this game in a way that is uh, you know, the most optimal for a controller. Whereas before on the GameCube, you know, they had a freaking chainsaw. Uh that's controller. true, man. <laughs> Factor
0: know, just, and I both worked we'll at link.
2: Game Game Crazy when that <laughs> happened. And,
1: yeah. Uh, <laughs>
0: That was a dumb controller. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, <laughs> and people would try to trade it in
2: <laughs> and we'd give them like $2 for it. What? Oh, this is a limited man. edition. <laughs> I almost would take one now just just cuz I would that means I would have it, you know what I mean? I'd like, be curious no, how much that sells for. There's no reason I would need it or anything. It would just be funny to me at that point. Yeah, you should you should look that up. But um yeah, man, I think and I'll say this, I think I'm interested to see the quality of that Dead Space remake, like what ends what? up happening, right? <laughs> Whereas I feel like the Resident Evil ones have been top, top quality.
1: You know, you what know. you described about trading in that controller reminded me of Ben Songer. That sounds like something that Ben Songer would have in his collection. And ben Wonder Songer,
0: why? a mutual friend of ours uh, for anybody new to this podcast, who... Always says he'll listen to it, (laughs) this podcast that is, and never does. So we're fully comfortable with saying his first and last name and talking about it because we know he'll never hear it. He would would
1: think that he would get a lot of money for that trade, and when he got 30 cents, he would be quite upset. It's selling for over
2: $500 online. I see a listing for over $800. Are they because i i believe if i'm if my resident evil history is correct i think there are multiple i think there's like a rare uh rarer more rare colorway uh on those maybe i I only see four
0: listings when i pulled it up initially okay yeah Uh, but that that does not the new ones new and box are 800 and the used ones are selling for 530 dollars
2: yeah that's that's rough let me just well, buy one of these really quick. <laughs> I'll just uh, have clickety my, clickety I'll
0: tell my mom it. All right. Uh, moving on everybody. Crime Boss uh Rockhead City. They showed this one at the video game awards uh it has um, Danny Glover, Danny Trejo, Vanilla Ice of all people uh, or Rip Van Winkle for those of us who are close <laughs> friends with them. Uh, Chuck Van Norris, <laughs> etc. Uh Crime Boss is set in a fictional version of 90 or the 90s Florida. With an aesthetic to match, you and up to three other players compete, or excuse me, complete heists and compete for turf. I don't really know what kind of game this is supposed to be, though,
2: so I'm not it, that
0: interested in this seems, until I see it more.
2: Seems, it seems GTA-inspired, right? Oh, uh, great. That's all, guess... that's
0: all I need is another uh, <laughs> Saints Row.
2: Yeah, I feel like that's what this uh, is is coming out to be um yeah i have uh first of all, fuck chuck norris um wow, for many dude. reasons and vanilla wow. ice uh, i don't <laughs> like either of those people <laughs> you uh, don't people. fuck chuck norris dude. Um, <laughs> chuck so, norris fucks you <laughs> yeah uh, and so uh, honestly I, I don't really have much interest in this game unless it comes out and it's you know the buzz is good but i i this will be one i don't i don't initially purchase i don't think
0: i don't have any interest in this game but only because i don't know what ge- kind of game it even is Mm-hmm. They didn't tell you. They just say, hey, you're going to compete for, for Turf and you're going to complete heists with your friends. Okay, but what kind of game is it? Like, is IGN this another 4B1 game?
1: A uh, first-person shooter.
0: Yeah. But is it, like, if we're getting another, like, Evil Dead or Left for Dead or Back for Blood type game here, or are we doing something else? Like, I don't really understand it. Uh, but we'll see when it comes out March 28th. System Shock is getting a remake. Uh, not a particularly... Uh, popular game with me although it did inspire bioshock and deus x which are two games that i did like but i never played system
2: shock yeah so it's that's a game-worthy. it's a weird it's funny because i feel like it is popular among the gaming culture like it gets referenced you know but there has been yeah i think it's just before my time really before yeah say yeah same
1: yeah 94 is when it was released
0: yeah the 94 i was playing gosh like my super nintendo and stuff i wasn't yeah. playing system Shock. yeah, so. yeah uh april 2023 moving on before i tell you this next game i just have a quick question for jeff w and jeff w specifically uh jeff who do you voodoo bitch Uh, yeah (laughs) i'm surprised you remember that i've got that song on my phone (laughs) i bought that that's right i throw away money (laughs)
2: is it like when is that does that come up after your spatula city commercial and then your wife is like what the fuck is this (laughs) listen i know you're trying to make fun of me right now but it's not gonna work (laughs) because
0: i love that spatula city commercial so jokes on you jeff (laughs) second uh dead island i I really enjoyed dead island 2 i don't i don't think it's by the same developer
2: this has been this has been floating around right like this is the year of pushed games uh like i think vactor might have said earlier but uh yeah, I, I think this this has been out, for, or you know, in the in the what do you, what on what's called the years. rumor mill for a long time. Yeah,
0: yeah. So I mean, I'm open to playing this game, mm-hmm. but I I'm gonna have to see because uh, I don't know why in the back of my head because there's been so much rumors and news swirling around this game that in my mind, every time I hear about this game, I'm like, okay, well, it's not the same type of game anymore. Is that right? Or it's not open world or it's, they did something. They changed some aspect of it and I don't really understand what it's, what was mm-hmm. changed. Or maybe I'm just imagining that whole thing, but we'll all figure it out at, in April. Yeah. when and the
2: original up. developers went on to do, they switched over to doing Dying Light and so now <laughs> this is another developer that you dumbass to <laughs> put not onto you, Jeff, this them. project.
0: Yeah. Now here's the biggie. Potential game of the year 2023, uh, May 12th. The Legend of Zelda, colon, Terrors of the Kingdom. Or is it tears?
2: We don't know. Either way. You de- terrorizers.
0: This is going to be the perfect excuse, Jeff, for me to finally open my Switch OLED. That's crazy you haven't the game <laughs> That I've Switch had for OLED. over a <laughs> year. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That is crazy. But yeah, well, this is this is I don't think
0: we there's not a whole lot that we gotta talk about. Everybody's hyped no. for this game. This is to uh,
1: uh we're all gonna play it, I'm sure. Also, yeah. on that list, there was some notables that you missed. Kirby's Return to Dreamland Deluxe and what? Killer Clouds from Outer Space the get Game. That, get that out of here. <laughs> I don't need any more four V
0: one games anymore. Four V four, they're doing I'm over that genre.
1: Is that hold on, factor? Is that a thing? That's Killer happening? clowns is gonna be three v seven. Oh my god, god, I hate it. <laughs> god, that's gonna
0: three v seven pile. Of shit. Well, actually, you Ugh. know what? Me, you, and uh, Jeff, we'd make a couple of clowns. Oh
1: yeah, or is a it, good group of clowns. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they released the trailer in August.
2: Oh my god, hold on, mm. I gotta watch this again. Hold on, uh, but uh, but uh, and I, you know what I don't like in, in this tradition now is horror movies are just doing this game right so or franchise horror franchises evil dead did it right and then you have um what's that what's the game that has all the dlc with like freddy jason ghost fate like it has all the dlc so i feel like combat 11 no (laughs) uh Dead well, there was by Daylight the Friday the 13th the game Friday the 13th is the yeah. same thing it's like uh, Adam Sessler worked 4. on that game Jeff just so you know. <laughs> oh that's why it was ass yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the ses. yeah. Uh, not because of Sess actually I like Sess um, Dead by Daylight the, I just feel like these games are becoming cliche right like we all like uh, Bruce Campbell and Evil Dead but I've heard of how him. much of that game have we played you know so I, it was I fine, know. yeah. But I'm just over that genre. It's not a yeah. game.
0: It's not a game that I particularly enjoy anymore, or a game style that I particularly mm-hmm. enjoy anymore. Um, but something I have a feeling I'm going to enjoy. All three of us are going to enjoy a Suicide Squad: Kill the Justice League, which comes out May 26th, uh, oh, yeah. just uh,
2: two weeks after Legend of Zelda. That's going to be a busy month, boys. Dude, We're, this is this year. This part of the year is going to be. <laughs> Rob's done it a couple times, but this is going to be a hard part of the year if you know what I'm saying, fellas. Yeah, um, yeah this is, I mean, I don't know what that's supposed here's, to mean, but yeah. <laughs> here's the problem, and you're going to read off the next two here in a few moments, but these are all within like two to two and a half weeks of each other. Yeah, year, right. It's going to be tough. This is, this is a fucking, this, the games you're just listing now would be a big year for games with half of these, right? Like if you had a Zelda, and a Suicide Squad, of, uh, um who makes the game back there? Um, Rocksteady, Rocksteady. Thank you. A Rocksteady main release, in this—that's that, a big year potentially, right? And then your next ones. Like, I just want time to play all these, and, and that's going to be my biggest issue.
0: Yeah, Street Fighter VI coming out in June 2023. Uh, I'll, I'll probably try it at the very least. I'll check. I'll check this
2: out. Probably.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll buy it. Play it's, it a couple times. Never played it. Again. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's it's different enough. I hope they do something uh, interesting with it. Uh, Diablo Four, Blizzard's legendary action RTS
0: series. Yeah, mm, that's weird. It says RTS, Jeff. Mm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> returns <interesting>. in twenty twenty three. We're all going to be playing that. Well, at least me and Jeff. I don't
2: know about Vector. Are you interested yeah. in
0: Diablo Four, Vector?
2: No. Well, there you go, everybody. Wow, just the the dismissive. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it, um, yeah, this is gonna be, I'm, I'm so interested to see the re- the response to this game, and I actually want to get hands on with it. I'm hoping I can get into the, uh, the beta whenever they do that. Um, I signed up for it, but I never he- ever heard back. Yeah, and so uh, I think you have to pre order now, and you can get in, which I might do. Just and to, I just do to get like RTS this thing. Um, yeah. Yeah, he I doesn't guess. like action RPG. Um, so, this uh, here's there's, I have two problems with Diablo. Diablo is there's going to be a lot of expectations on this game, so I feel like it's going to get shit on a little bit. Although it'll it still might be like but one of the biggest yeah. games of all time. Well, Diablo <laughs> three is. I think Diablo three is on the top ten games of like sell list of all time. I think if you look that up, it's high up there. Um, and it's also being run by. Rod Ferguson, who uh in my opinion, uh the Fergwad like. as we <laughs> yeah. like to call him. <laughs> he was he was involved in some of the worst things of Gears of War. Whenever I saw his face attached to Gears of War, I felt like he was making the worst decisions. And so this even more than Cliff Blazinski. Make no Cliffy, you know Cliffy B, you know, kisses to Cliffy B had a, had good games. Rod Ferguson was making stupid fucking decisions. So I'm really, I'm, but he could do a good job this time. I, I think he could. I think he might make this a good game. I'm really you? hoping he does. Please, please <laughs> just make, just make this a good game. Please.
0: Uh, final fantasy 16 is coming out in June. Uh, I'll probably skip this one. Same. I've never same. played a final fantasy game in my entire life. Oh,
1: dang. so suit me,
0: but <laughs> we'll see. Maybe if we're bored and, and strapped for content, I'll play it. Uh, Forza Motorsport is coming out spring 2023 which uh, is a reboot
1: see. for some reason. I don't know why they're rebooting it
0: because for the money. <laughs> the actor for the money. I
2: you know I would I would like to see Forza do something. It's becoming a a yearly oh, it is a yearly franchise or whatever right mm-hmm. obviously, but I would With like the, to see them Horizons. Yeah, I'd like to see them take a break. And I would like to see them come up with like a concept for that's something that makes the game bigger than what it is. Cause I feel like they kind of just shit them out and they're done. Right. Like even the factor, I think we, me and you, at least I don't know about Rob, I mean, you've liked the the games in the series. Like we're like, Hey, these are cool. And they, and they have their moments, but there's never anything like, like me and you were kind of like, check them out and then we're done. You know, there's nothing that is like hooking me into the game. I, I almost it's kind of like just part of my, my gaming life. I'm just like, oh, cool, I'll check out the Forza when it comes out, see what's going on, see what they're doing with graphics, and then I'm just kind of done. Whereas I, I wish they would do something that uh, you know, is more compelling, I th- I'd say. Well, maybe
0: f- I'd play it if uh, the last one didn't trick me into thinking I was playing with Vector huh. and Major Nelson. <laughs>
1: <laughs> ah. Horizon 5, Rob, was a big fan of, but that was your first Forza game. So you've never played the other series of Forza that's not oh, out in the city. It's like on a track, and you're uh, confined to a... It's more of a Gran Turismo type, where it's a racing sim. Pass.
0: Minecraft Legends... <laughs> Call me when it's like Mario Kart, Vector. <laughs> uh, Minecraft Legends is coming out, the uh, sequel to Minecraft Dungeons. So. I want to play that. Well, there you go. Somebody's going to be playing it. Here's a game it's I know. A,
2: it's like a spinoff, though, of Dungeons, right? It's yeah. not quite. This one is going
1: to be RTS.
2: Yeah, Dungeons is more uh, Diablo ARPG, and this is more RTS. Yeah, they said Action
1: Strategy RTS. We'll see.
0: Hollow Knight Silk Song. I know Vector really liked Hollow Knight.
1: Hollow Knight is a great game, and I am definitely looking forward to this one. Hollow Knight is one of. Like I'm my I might catch up to play this. That's I great think. on um your Switch or your Steam Deck, uh, Steam Deck Hollow Knight.
2: I have a one of my buddies at work. It is like he would he would put this in like his top like five games of all time. He loves it that much. Yeah,
1: I I wouldn't go that far, but it is. A good idea. I'm
2: just saying. I'm just saying it. It is popular. Yeah. Uh,
0: Home World Three is coming out twenty years after Homeworld World Two. Very timely sequel. Have seen that? <laughs> That's Jeff. And I'm, I'm, I'm willing to bet that nobody listening knows about Home Road, except for me and Vactor. Home Road! Nope. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, the guy on Game of Thrones, Bran, in the last seasons, I was like, who let Kevin Rose on this show? <laughs>
1: that's,
0: a, that's a little inside baseball humor for uh-huh, you guys. Yeah. Redfall. The first of two highly anticipated Bethesda games due be out in 2023. It's an openable vampire shooter.
1: <laughs> I'll play
2: yeah, it. yeah, I'm going to check this out. Just probably because of Bethesda being attached to it.
0: Uh Stalker 2. Um Stalker, in case you didn't know, is an acronym. It stands for... So, the album leaks. Kevin eats... Rear ravioli Look at that R word <laughs> <laughs> that Shaw loves so much. Uh, oh, that's three, that's three mentions in one episode for Shaw. <laughs> Not mm-hmm. quite the record yet. Um, Stalker 2 has been canceled, revealed, delayed twice, and now 13 years later it's coming out. Supposedly, uh, Starfield, who we man, I'm interested in Starfield, but I am scared to play it because. Uh, yeah. it's gonna eat my life if it's as it's either gonna be a game I'm not gonna get into or it's gonna be a game I really love mm-hmm. and it, a game like this could definitely eat up all my time
2: and yeah and the, and for me, the same reason I'm about to say this is what you're saying is this feels like considering all the games we just talked about before, especially the one in that tight window with you know Zelda and Diablo when I don't know when this is going to come out (laughs) and I just hope there, it comes out in a window when I have some more time, you know, I hope it comes out when I've beaten Zelda and, you know, have a little bit more free time, (laughs) but this has like big game that I don't have enough time for kind of written all over it. You know, uh, the expanse is a telltale
0: series game. Vactor loves and Vactor's, uh, partner also love telltale games so i'm sure this is going to be one we're hearing about i also heard the expanse is a great show but i have not watched it now we're moving on to games that have a 2023 release window alan wake 2
1: that one i will be playing yeah i will be checking that too also i never played alan wake alan wake is a great game and they also did a re-release of that a remake of that you should you should play the remake but yeah um Also, for Shoff, Star Trek Resurgence is coming out in April. Yeah, yeah, Rob, I think you would like Alan
2: Wake. It's Rob would like it, but Shoff would
1: not like Alan Wake. That one is not (laughs) Shoff territory.
2: And not for the reasons you think.
0: Oh boy, Uh, (laughs) I don't know what any of that means, but I'm gonna I'm gonna check it out. Arc Two um, is coming out. uh, Survival sandbox game. Souls like third person melee combat.
1: I didn't like the first one.
0: Uh, yeah. Man. Stars Vin Diesel. Oh, I'm in. <laughs> Fuck Vin no, Diesel. He did the story. Oh, story by the Vin Diesel. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> Here's my impression of Vin Diesel. <gasps> Hi, everybody. <laughs> oh, Vin Diesel. <laughs> I like to shave my head. Did you know I am green? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Armored Core 6. Fires of Rubicon. It sounds like a Transformers movie. Fires of Rubicon. Nice. Uh, not as good as Schaff would do it. That's seven, Shoff. Uh, that's from From Software. Of course, course, course. Uh, Assassin's Creed Mirage. We're getting uh, more Assassin's Creed, boys. Are you excited?
2: Yeah, I think they took a break, right? Or...
0: It says this has a a twenty twenty three release window.
2: Yeah, and this is also more linear, so
1: this will probably be Vector's potential return to the series. I've played think. every entry in the series. I just haven't finished them. Finished? Yeah. And well, the, well, the PS last Vita games. Yeah, and
2: the last few are
1: very. Even the
0: Nintendo strange. DS. Yeah, <laughs> he's nodding his head. Uh huh. That's what Silent Lies sound like. This one is going to be in
1: Baghdad, Jeff.
2: Yeah, I think Factor has, I think you can, I think you'll finish this one potentially. I think this, and same here, you know, like I would have time for it too, um, is what kind of I'm looking forward to because the other ones were just way too big. Like once you get past the initial parts, you're like, oh, okay, there's like a lot here to do, you know?
1: Yeah, because they added RPG elements. This one is going Mm -hmm. back to the original Stealth, Parkour, and Assassinations. Parkour,
0: Parkour, Parkour. Uh, Hades two.
1: Everybody, this one I will be buying. Hades was a great
0: game, free on Game Pass if I'm not mistaken. So if you haven't played Mm -hmm. that, get your butt to your Xbox or PC and start playing it. Uh, Here's one that I'm interested in: Lies of P. Uh, You've been. What if, what if Pinocchio just killed people? (laughs)
2: Yeah, (laughs) I'm a real boy. (laughs)
0: <laughs> this is uh this looks pretty good. It's on my wish list right now on Steam, so I don't forget when this one comes oh, out. Okay. I am definitely looking forward to this. Here's one. Um I'm probably the only person who would consider himself a fan of this license or yeah. game. Um it's definitely. out of your guys' league, I think. Uh, but it's, it's Marvel's Spider Man 2. My most anticipated game of 2023. Mm. I feel like I know. Vactors' top five list already for
1: next year. I there mean, It's going so to be game, game of the Year, so that's already a given. <laughs> Over Dylon, Legend of Zelda.
2: Dylon, 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 Uh
0: What's there to say about Marvel Spider-Man 2? We're all hyped for this game, so Is I don't think we need confirmed? to get more into it.
2: Like, like it's fall 2023, mm-hmm. and
0: Insomniac hmm. has, has stated as such mm-hmm. that it's going to be fall 2023. They there has not been a release date, but they have said that that's coming out this year. Uh, Payday uh, 3 is also coming out. The uh, long in development game uh, is finally coming out. It was uh, supposed to be out in 2017. You play or, as a candy me, it entered, bar. Entered. What did you just say? You play as a candy bar. Oh, this is great. <laughs> uh, it entered production in 2017. Uh, I Quick, what's your favorite candy bar, Jeff?
2: Oh, Jesus Christ. Quick, uh, I said Hershey. Quick. Or just a Hershey's chocolate bar.
0: Just a regular old yes. Hershey's bar. Milk chocolate. Not even baby. almonds. Boring. Nope.
1: nope. Oh my gosh. Vector, what about you? It's gotta be payday. Ooh, it used to be I'm a Snickers. Twix man back in the day, but Payday is All my right. new favorite.
0: <laughs>
2: payday. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: payday three brings cops versus robber series into quote living enormous representation <laughs> of New York City. So have fun with that. Pikmin 4 is coming out on the Switch. Uh, I could, I, I am not interested in this. In the oh,
2: really? Game. Okay. I might check this out. Maybe. This is on the potentials list for me.
0: I have a feeling that The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom is going to be the one and only game I play on my Switch.
2: <laughs> I just think
0: you don't like Nintendo. Is maybe oh, what... I love Nintendo uh, <laughs> when it comes to Mario and Zelda. Uh-huh uh outside of that mario kart let's see metroid but outside of that not so much pikmin oh gosh was it last year they put out they remade pikmin one and two i think and put it in a bundle and they also put out a demo and it was just the worst (laughs) (laughs) i just couldn't do it and shoff my former co-host of geek so to speak podcast also played it and he concurs uh the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, great. Another asymmetrical multiplayer game. Yeah. <laughs> based on a horror movie. Who do I sign rough. up? Rough. That's coming out in 2023. Warhammer Space Marine 2. Uh is right up, jeff's Sally. Yeah. Jeff strikes <laughs> me as a Warhammer fan.
2: Meh. Have
0: you played Warhammer, Jeff? I'm a, no. I'm gonna pass on this one, I oh. think. The Wolf Among Us. Uh Dose. Another another great from Telltale. Yes, this Telltale's one I will back, be. and so is the Wolf that
1: happens to be among us. This one is based on the Fables comic book, and one of the best Telltale games of all time. Actually, that's what got my wife into the Telltale games was the first Wolf Among Us, so I definitely will be playing this one.
0: Now those are just the some of the biggest releases of 2023. There's a lot more actually uh, notable mentions in here, but there's so many to talk about, and we we're almost an hour into the podcast already. This has gone a lot longer than I thought it would. That's why I took out all those
1: fun topics.
0: Yeah, we did have more fun (laughs) topics to talk about, folks. And I complained. I was like, Why did you take this out? It's
2: only going to take
0: ten minutes to talk about this. I was wrong. I'm eating crow. Jeff, what's uh, what game are you you looking forward to the most for next year? Zelda, Zelda, I Zelda, Zelda. It is. What Zelda. about you, Vector? Spider Man Two. Which I am going to go with Zelda.
1: And you forgot? God, you yeah. Forgot to mention for Jeff, Tony Todd is doing the voice of Venom. Oh, also, real quick, Jeff, who's Tony Todd? <laughs> uh, pro
2: skater. Yeah, what? Tony
0: Todd's pro skater
2: yeah jeff knows candy man he knows yeah jeff's a big horror guy he got bees in his oh you didn't tell me it was tony todd from half-life and he's got a voice like this i know him as anthony (laughs) rocksteady too rocksteady's gonna be great i suicide squad's gonna be great okay that's all i need to say
0: uh here's a uh a little, a little piece of Tony Todd history. Did you know Tony Todd was also on Xena Warrior Princess? Ooh. <laughs> I, don't, I don't well he that. was. Look it up; it's a fact. I did not <laughs> just make that up. <laughs> All right, look it so, up. So, moving on. Uh Real quick, let's talk about this. Dome Keeper was uh, the game of the week that Vactor and I both played on Steam. This is a, I don't even know how to classify this game. A, t- uh, a tower defense uh, sim? Yeah. Mining sim? How would you describe this game, Vector?
1: Yeah. Um, exactly what you just said. And this is a game that I've been meaning to get to because it came out in September and everybody was talking about it, but I was waiting for a sale. So it finally went on sale and is currently. off that was why I ended up picking it up and it lived up to all the hype that everyone was talking about this is definitely one of the best games of 2022 and if I had played it back in September it would have been on my list for my favorite games of 2022 I think it is right up there with Marvel Snap as the most addicting game of the year I played it Many times I've played it where I said, all right, I'll just play one more game. All right, just one more game. And then I just keep on. And I haven't even... But the runs go so long. Well, that's what... It doesn't seem like that. Like, I'm playing it, and I'm like... I look up, and it's been 45 minutes. I'm like, oh, shoot. So this game definitely got it hooks in me. Um, It's one of those ones where it's like, oh, if I just do something a little bit different, Maybe this will help me out if I just do something a little bit different. And I haven't even gotten into the larger maps. Like, you can choose a bigger map. You can choose a harder difficulty. I haven't even gotten into that. I've just played everything on the easiest, the smallest. And I'm still having a challenging time on it. Um, So I think this is definitely one of the best games of the year. I love tower defense games. Yeah,
0: so I, I had not heard of this game before Vactor mentioned it to me. 12 bucks on Steam.
1: Well, it was on sale when I bought it for 12 bucks.
0: Uh, It might be a little more expensive now. I'm actually like,
1: surprised because they talked about it on DLC a lot when it came out. Um, did they? I don't yeah.
0: remember them talking about this game.
1: Because they had somebody on. One of the guests was the one who brought it up. And then uh, Jeff and Christian talked about it. But yeah, it was a highly talked about game back when in september
0: yeah i don't know i I must have just missed those talks or not been paying attention or (laughs) turned off the episode who knows (laughs) who knows what i did um just real quick the premise jeff is that you are a little spaceman who uh lands on a alien world and you uh, erect a dome to protect you from the alien uh world out there and you have to start mining underneath your dome for resources, and then about every two minutes or 90 seconds, aliens come to attack your dome. And so that's where it turns into a tower defense. You have to hmm. shoo shoo these aliens away. Yeah. In between so upgrades for your dome. Yeah. Mining, mining for upgrades. Uh, you know, you can upgrade your guy, how fast he can mine, how fast he can traverse the underground labyrinth. You can get a pet to dig mm-hmm. for you. Uh, your lasers AI lasers like essentially it's there there's a plethora of ways for you to improve your situation uh yeah. against the alien hordes. my first run through I made it about forty five minutes before oh,
2: okay, yeah,
0: the aliens busted through my dome, and I had upgraded the laser, I think three times, upgraded oh. my backpack to go I think either as fast as it could or maybe almost as fast as it could. Um, An AI laser. And then, of course, fixing the dome. You can get resources to fix the dome as it breaks, too. So you have to make these little decisions. Do I want to upgrade my stuff to try to beat these enemies faster? Do I want to spend the resources that I would have spent on that to to fix the dome so it's not breaking? But if I do that, then I'm going to really have to focus on Okay, where am I digging for resources? Because the further down you go, the slower and tougher it is, unless you're upgrading your your drills or your little pet or anything like that. So there's a lot that goes into this game. Um, it's interesting that Vector says it's it would have been one of his top five because for me it would not, and that's not saying it's a bad game. But this is definitely more it it is like Marvel Snap in the sense that it's like okay, sit down, play. There's not really a story. There's not a mm. lot to it outside of how far can I get, which is like most roguelikes. I guess you could call it
1: a roguelike yeah. too, mm-hmm. a roguelike. Yeah. And also, um, yeah, because you get you get to keep some, you get to keep one upgrade every time you yeah. die. So you have to mm-hmm. choose, like, oh, okay, which upgrade is the most valuable to me? Yeah, Th- like the first cool. time it was, it asked yeah. me, do I want
0: to keep my the little pet that I got that drills for me while I'm away, or do I want to keep the upgraded laser that I had? Had that i had done i kept the pet (laughs) i named him trent
2: (laughs) yeah he got got us yeah he got us
0: uh for 12 bucks it's not a bad game i don't know how often i'll go back to it but i think it's definitely a good game for the steam deck which is what i was playing it on like Mm. i feel like if i was traveling on an airplane or something like this would this would be a good game to sit down and like kill some time yeah Yeah, because
1: I was gonna say I put six hours into. I'm playing it right now as we're talking. I've been. Oh, I've noticed. <laughs> I've, oh, we've <laughs> noticed that, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> he
2: he Let me fire up a game real quick. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a it's definitely a good game
0: to just kill some time. It's it didn't get it tooks into me like Marvel Snap did, which I've still been playing. Uh, just started that new season, baby. Ooh, nice, but it's it's not bad. It works really well for the Steam deck, so I would still give it a recommendation. It's not retroactively going on any of my best games list for 2022, uh, unlike Vactor, but for me, it's fine. Uh, any other games you guys have been playing this week?
2: Uh, I'll chime in real quick before we get to your Game of Thrones. Uh, Vampire Survivors, specifically the mobile version of the game. Uh, yeah, that game is really good. It's been one that Vactor has been you know, pestering me to try for a long time, and uh, I finally got to it. And I was like, you know, let me, let me check this out. And I, I think, uh, my buddy Darian or somebody, he's like, hey man, you should check this out on mobile. And I was like, oh yeah, let me, you know, see what's going on with the mobile version of this. And uh, yeah, that game is really fun. I'd say it's uh, uh, it's not similar to Dome Keeper, but it is like a game based on like, hey, here's a run, and how far can you get, right? So. You're, you're not doing a tower defense, but you are defending your guy essentially and, and consistently getting upgrades and you know, killing bats and stuff. And uh, honestly, this game is a really good mobile game too. I've played on the PC a little bit, and I've played on the phone, and the phone is just super fun. Uh, it's very basic. You're just controlling direction, and you're just letting your guy automatically attack all the enemies around you, and you're picking up your upgrades uh, as you go basically and uh, you're just trying to make it as far as you can uh, in terms of leveling and upgrading and and you know I've seen uh, some of my buddies that are playing it have it looks essentially like Dragon Ball Z happening on the screen because there's crazy amounts of enemies coming and they're just going crazy with the uh, the abilities on the screen and just like Some of them are just, you know, they're getting as far enough where they're just letting the phone sit there for a minute because nothing is killing them at the moment because they just (laughs) have so many upgrades. Um, And on the mobile version, uh, you get a uh, a free life if you watch an ad, which sounds shitty, but is also kind of nice when you're just like, well, I'll watch a 30-second ad, and then I will get to continue my run. Uh, So for me, in this game, it has been... Uh, taking it's actually one of the funnest mobile games i've played in a long time it's actually uh, hooked me um so yeah i uh i really like that game it's really good it it might have cracked my top five maybe factor i would i don't know what it would have taken out necessarily but that game is really good i, I and i can't wait to spend
1: more time with it i don't know why Ooh. it took you so long to play it i know i know yeah,
2: jeff Vactor and I've I, been talking about it this whole time. I don't go against Vector usually, but I don't know why it took me long, even though he recommended it a and, lot. Because it but was like he a was, dollar. He was right.
1: It was like two dollars. That's why I ended up buying it. But then mm-hmm. it was free on Game Pass, and then yeah. you could play it on the website, like on the browser, and then the mobile mm-hmm. version came out. So yeah. it was available everywhere. Uh, right now mm-hmm. on Steam, it's three ninety nine. So that, I guess it went up, but. Yeah. yeah, and I don't have
2: a problem with throwing a few bucks at that at that thing at some point. I, I, it's on Game Pass, and I have it on my phone. It's free, uh, but I would probably throw a few bucks if there was like an upgrade or something I can buy, or like coins. I
1: think it's actually uh, one and, that you can also play on the X Cloud. Um, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I'm actually playing. That would it right probably work there too. I'm I playing think, it right maybe. now on the browser.
2: Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> this guy loves to play video. <laughs> he loves it good. so much. Um, <laughs> Real quick before we wrap up the show, I have finished. We're getting into the Sandbox Gamers After Dark content. I've finished Game of Thrones. Yes. Everybody, all six seasons. That was uh, about, what, a month? <laughs> it's more than that. When? Uh, gosh, when was... Let me look it up. I started watching it the same week that House of the Dragon started. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, that was like November. Oh, wow. I think. Okay, yeah. And
0: I was watching about one episode a day. For the most part, I would just watch one one episode every evening and just continue it. Some nights I had to skip just based on uh, uh, whatever I was doing. But I did finally finish it. Now, the last time I mentioned it, which might have been last week, I don't think we said it on the podcast, but I was talking to Jeff about it after we recorded last week's episode. I said, yeah, I only got two episodes left. And Jeff said, and I quote, the worst ones. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I, I'm spoilers for Game of Thrones, I guess. Yeah. I'm dying to know why Jeff thinks the last two episodes are the worst ones. And uh, Vactor, <laughs> if you if you uh, share this opinion, I'm I'm also looking
2: forward to your your thoughts. Yeah. So I'd have to go through like a listing of the episodes to give them an official worst ones rank. Um, but the last couple are very rushed to me, and they, in an artistic choice, to make the final. I have to look are the last when does the battle happen? I'm just talking about the last season in general because that all bleeds together
0: for me. The last season has uh the battle with the night snow zombies. Yep, it has the, their the actual name cow. from the book, if you've read yep. the books. <laughs> um, and then the attack on um, King's Landing, mm. where Daenerys gives the yes <laughs> the biggest middle finger possible <laughs> to Queen Cersei. Yeah, and not only kills her, uh, doesn't kill her directly, but her actions get uh, her killed, yeah. and <laughs> destroys. Just about everything, ninety nine percent of everything in uh, King's Landing,
2: mm-hmm. only to and, be stabbed by Jon Snow. Yeah, and and that's why I it just feels like we could have taken had they handed the show off. The show probably would have done all of that still, but over the course of let's say two more full seasons, right. Where I feel like character motivations would have been fleshed out. Like, Daenerys just becomes mad. Like, you know, just like, she goes crazy. And like, they build her up to be this, you know, and they talk about the Targaryens as being like a flip of a quarter, right, of being crazy or great uh, leaders or whatever. And then they build her up to be like this sympathetic leader, who then just gets pissed off and and does the thing. Like it, I feel like they took out her sh- strategy a little bit. Like she wasn't dumb, she wasn't like bl- you know m- mad, you know, blindly mad, right? And I feel like that's what they turned her into a little bit, just to get to the end of this story. And I, I just don't enjoy that last season as much as everything because you got to think about about it too season 8 before that you know like i said we we talked i can't remember if we talked about it on the episode if it was after you get like the gathering of the gang to go north of the wall which is like those series of episodes around that are some of my favorites uh you know arya is like coming back and just getting revenge on like one person after the other you know like I just feel like there's like a lot of like payoff and a lot of cool things happening and then for even the final battle episode, I mean, there's just no other way around it. I, as much as I do like enjoy that episode and as as hyped as I was and, and waiting for it release, it just looks like shit. There's just you can't see anything, and it, it's 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 tough, you know. Like it, it, they and they can have any excuse they want for it, but at the same time, like if I just can't see the show, then I am just less interested, you know. Jeff, you uh, just got to watch it at night with all the lights off. <laughs> even even then, even then. So basically you can't stream the episode. I even tried to like, I even gave that episode another shot. I went and found off the back of a truck, a Blu-ray rip, Uh-oh. high quality, like 30 gig version of that show to have the highest possible quality I could to watch it. And it still just did not look great you know even on like my computer monitors I tried my TV I tr- I was trying as much as I could to just kind of see the angle they were going for but if you're streaming through HBO it is it's a rough episode to uh to handle <laughs> I I think I didn't have a hard time but
0: you know yeah. I guess that's just me uh Baxter did you have the same problem with the last season or the last couple episodes of Game I did, of Thrones not. That Jeff
1: did and Jeff and I Watched the first episode of Game of Thrones together. That was one of my not like we watched it together, but we we watched it separately and then we talked about it. That was one of my mm. earliest memories of Game of Thrones was that very first episode, Jeff. That's TVMA, <laughs> Jeff. <laughs> uh, how old were you? 12 at that there were time, some
0: boobies in that show, Jeff. But
1: we both <laughs> followed it throughout all eight seasons, we were watching it like week to week, and then. We came back together also for that last season. I remember I didn't have as big a problem with it as Jeff did, but you also have to remember Rob watching it the way you did. There was a big kind of um, I don't know hubbub about after season five they had exhausted all the books material. Mm-hmm. So yes, um, yes, George R. R. Martin was like. You know, lollygagging, and he wasn't putting out the books. He was taking so long to put out the books, the show surpassed the the books, and so they had to start kind of going off on their own. So a lot of fans were like, "Oh, this isn't the way that George R. R. Martin would have taken it." And what Jeff said about Daenerys, everybody was like, "Oh, this is out of character for her. She would—that's not not how George would have wrote it." So there was a lot of stuff like that going on in the background, but to me i didn't really i did i was kind of indifferent i didn't love it i didn't hate it it was like all right that show's over now on to the next show
0: uh,
1: <laughs> and i didn't have the the dark um the dark vector doesn't have
2: any emotions he just he just in, takes in you know what's on the screen and just moves on on not on no, that I, I would say two i say two vector real quick on your point about what, it would be interesting if I had watched it like Rob, where Rob just gets to blow through the season, mm-hmm. because when this thing was coming out, like I was, we were like you said, we were big into Game of Thrones. Like We were all everybody I knew was watching it. Me and uh, me and my roommate Jared at the time, we were, we were both watching it. You know, every weekend would be like <laughs> here we go, and uh, I just remember it was it was the maybe the context is different too, where you're waiting every week. I'm looking at all the Reddit's. I'm looking at all the spoiler. I mean, I'm looking at all this stuff, you know, preparing for these episodes and just like hyped about the episodes and, and looking at all the Easter eggs and everything. And so, the how the events unfold, I think your the level of hype around it when it was coming out, it just didn't meet that expectation, mm-hmm. right? It never, it never quite like got there. Mm-hmm. I I don't think short of, you know, the I'd say you know, the the long night episode, right? Well, I would say long night there's funny, bad right? feedback there, but I would say that was probably the peak of that season for me. I, I still like it. I just think there's problems, you know? It's coincidental
0: well, that you say that, Jeff. Uh, sorry, Vector. Uh Just real quick. After having finished watching it, I you know talk to my wife who who watched it the same way you guys did you know she watched from the beginning she waited the two seasons or two years between seasons and all that mm-hmm. stuff and she was telling me how everybody were, was real mad about the ending and the reasons why uncharacteristic of Daenerys the set and the other and I came to the same conclusion that Jeff just said with her I said well I can only imagine if you're this deep into a show, you're waiting years, you're reading all the theories, you're on the chat rooms, you're making up an ending in your mind. Nothing's going to ever be as good as how you think Uh a show should end. When you're having to wait and, and theorize and do all these things versus me watching it from beginning to end. And yeah, I still got mad at a couple of times. Like when they killed Jon Snow, I was like, what the actual ass is this? uh Um, and my wife looking at me like, yeah, that sucks. I can't believe they did that. Um, uh, she was making fun of me. <laughs> like I, I didn't want to tell you, but I couldn't. Um, when to me, having watched it from beginning to end in such a fashion that it did, to me, it did not seem out of character for Daenerys to act that way. Uh, based on the other things I've seen her do, she d- destroyed the town with the slaves. She, she wiped out uh, the... Uh, The the Dothraki, among other things. So like it's just a pattern of things that she's doing. She's going somewhere and she she puts her foot right up their ass each time. Mm -hmm. And so maybe the reason why she did it, people weren't happy with, but it didn't seem out of character to
1: me. I think it was more of who she did it to. Like the the previous times, the audience was always with her. Whoever Mm -hmm. she killed, they're like, oh yeah, she's doing it. She's good. But then in yeah. the finale, they're like, oh, wait a minute. She's bad. She's killing the good guys now. So I think it's who mm. she killed. Oh, yeah.
0: And um, Jamie Lannister. Like, and also, I've been evil this whole time. I took this tall chick's virginity, and now I'm going back to my sister.
1: Thanks. <laughs> yeah, a lot of, like, well, a well, this of people. this guy's always
0: been an asshole.
1: Yeah, a lot of people <laughs> were upset with that. But you know yeah. what you just said about people's expectations? I think that is true of any big show like you think about Jeff can you think of a show that had a satisfying ending for you I'd say I'd say the closest you get to is
2: probably Breaking Bad I'd say that had general positive feedback right I I wouldn't even say it was overly positive but just not as negative right I feel like people thought when that ended originally Right, it was like, okay, this is this is good or whatever. Uh, I
1: don't right. know. I saw a lot of people like that was garbage. That ending was terrible. And I, mm. I saw that with Lost. I saw it with Seinfeld, like Sopranos. I think all of these shows don't live up to people's expectations when right. they they, when have, they become a cultural yeah, thing. And they have years of water cooler talk and people. And I think binging stuff on netflix or on these streaming services now people have different opinions not everybody's watching Mm -hmm. it at the same time so i think it's just interesting the way that people consume these tv shows but to me looking back at it looking at all of these things i don't i can't think of one that i everybody was happy with it everybody like even the office like everybody was i don't even the last season of the office I just don't I haven't seen a, a show really stick the landing where everybody was happy with it. Mm-hmm. Right. And right.
2: uh just to add context to it as well, uh like I still would say that the last season is one of the worst seasons of the show overall. But oh, there uh, was so much cool things going on. The there was a lot night. of stuff happening. Yeah, yeah. Uh I would say it has some of I think I would say it has some of the biggest like like that episode is one of my maybe my favorite Favorite, like it's on the upper half just because it's finally getting there. Um, but yeah, this is the the particularly the stuff after that I felt like was uh the stuff that got the most reaction. You know, everything after the the long night episode is what is what got uh people to really start to just shit on the show. And and I don't agree with this part, but this was kind of funny to me, was the creators also where if you go to the spoiler Reddit for Game of Thrones, Free Folk, mm-hmm. you will still find memes today about uh, David Benioff and D.B. Weiss, the creators of the television show. And they had, Vector, they had a Star Wars deal in place, right? Yes. so That's true, I remember the, that. The fan base was going ham because they felt like these two guys were... Like time, ready to move on and go get that Star Wars cash, and so they just kind of, you know, threw this show to the side. Which, I mean, I, I think there is a sense of that because they kind of finished the show. I think ultimately, personally, what I would have liked to have seen was those guys leave, do whatever they want to do, and then HBO just continues with different showrunners. You know, just give this time to flesh out a little more. You know, and I would probably have an overall better opinion of how it ended or whatever but those guys were also getting just just shit on like relentlessly on the internet for that like you know for the last couple of years but specifically that couple month long period of where people were not happy <laughs> right overall i enjoyed it um i'd yes, be i interested. would say that too i would say i overall enjoyed like i would not say game of thrones is bad personally. no it was a great yeah. show yeah. um
0: I wouldn't mind going back and watching it again. I don't think any time in the immediate future, but after letting it settle for a little bit and going back and watching it, because at the beginning, again, I I hadn't seen any of these shows or was completely unfamiliar with it. At the beginning, it was... At, at least for the first half of the first season and then maybe a little bit less through the second season, it was like, okay, who's this person? Okay, who was who that again? And where where where's the relationship between this person and this person because it was jumping between everybody's story and not at least seemingly not connecting them in any way for the most part um which now in hindsight says oh i i see what they're doing so i, I wouldn't mind going back and and re-watching it but uh overall i enjoyed it and i'm looking forward to seeing where house of the dragon goes and i heard yeah. through the uh the, the grapevine that there there is a Jon snow show being in, develop,
2: in that development? Is, that's in pre-production. I think uh, George R.R. R. Martin has said there are several things in pre-production. They just don't know what's going to make it. If it'll uh, actually come to fruition. Yeah, but there is a couple things out there. The Jon Snow one uh, would not surprise me because I think him and Arya, I think universally were everybody's heroes you know and everybody loved and that, that was one of my favorite things robin i was kind of hinting at it when i was talking like her revenge tour when you get back like she comes in and just you know especially like house fray when she makes them eat their own you know like she does, <laughs> yeah. like like her pretty. run after that masked bullshit you know that I think we all we all agree here was not our favorite part of her story arc yeah it was very uh, boring I, I much enjoyed what came after that where she you know that stuff eventually paid off and she got the revenge uh, yeah her stuff I, I really loved so I would not be surprised to see them spin off some of those characters and, and Jon Snow the same you, I think everybody just loved Jon Snow from beginning to end yeah
0: Jon Snow rules everybody yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of rules This podcast rules. Thank you for sticking all the way to the end. We appreciate it. And I don't turn off the podcast just yet because I have some housekeeping things to tell you about. First and foremost, did you know that our own Vactor uh, has a plethora of podcasts and other uh, internet ventures that he heads up? And I'm going to tell you about two of them real fast. The Comic Book Kaiju is your weekly comic book podcast slash YouTube show slash YouTube shorts slash TikToks slash every uh, media outlet, basically, you can find the comic book kaiju. Uh, and most recently uh, released today was an episode discovering the joy, capital joy of mutants with X-Men enthusiasts, the Uncanny Ken. So you're definitely guns to want to check that out. It only came out today as a recording, so I haven't had a chance to listen to that yet, but I am looking forward to that episode. And Factor also co-hosts the... Um, on hiatus, question mark? Technological, a Star Trek shakedown with a co-host Shaw, who you may or may not have heard us mention uh, several times this episode. Most recently, this past Friday, Mission 39 came out uh, talking about Star Trek Prodigy Season 1, Episode 19 and 20, Supernova Parts 1 and 2. And it says right here in my notes, Trechnological is on hiatus until February when Picard Season 3 airs. Uh, so keep uh, keep your ear to the ground on that we'll see how it goes uh, maybe this isn't part of the show notes but maybe a new Star Trek podcast called One Trek Mine where we uh, go back and review old episodes of The Next Generation starring all three of us maybe make it so number one Ooh, make it make it so live long and prosper the Kobayashi Maru <laughs> Ready. Uh, Check out our link tree in our show notes for all our social media links. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, do all the things. And last but certainly not least, GG,
2: everybody. GG. GG.